0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now
1: more. Len Berman in
0: the morning. <laughs> On 710 WOR.
2: The end of November is upon us. Good morning, everyone. I'm Len Berman, and look who's here. Boy, I don't hey,
3: how'd ha- I get over here? Joe
2: Bartlett on the <laughs> other side of the table joins me. What you, happened? You couldn't find anybody? How'd we get you? you? That must have been a tough get. Well, I we Obviously. begged and begged and begged and we finally got you to be my co-host no today. i think
3: it's the other way around you begged and begged and begged somebody to work with you you couldn't <laughs> get anybody so you said so joe you have oh, to do it oh not
2: true joey b <laughs>
3: how are you kid i'm doing well man yeah you're yeah. happy to you were so happy so i'm so happy to be over here on well, this side of the desk you know what happens when you do the news you're yeah. a little controlled you have to stay within certain parameters time frame yeah and yeah. not only that you have to kind of mind your manners a little bit in terms oh this of way the, you can let you, loose i can say anything you want want
2: go ahead let lose. What do you want to let lose about? I know
3: you knew about Matt Lauer.
2: I I really, you know what? (laughs) I know you knew. Let me tell you this. Others have said that to me many times yesterday including members of my own family Uh who chastised me. Sure. Well, but here's the thing. I think it's an open. Se- it was an open secret that he, his his marriage was broken. Okay, right. I mean, she lives out there in the Hamptons all week long. He's right. uh, home in the ci- He's here in the city fooling around all week long, okay. and then he runs out on the weekend to see the kids. Everyone knew that it was public. You know, okay. she briefly filed for divorce, and that did, and so everyone knew that. So it's no secret at all that he was having extramarital affairs on a broken marriage. Okay, there's a certain leap. From extramarital affairs to attacking and, as the New York Times reports today, raping right. a woman in your office. That's a big leap of faith. So, yeah. Did I know he was a ladies' man? Sure. Is he a handsome guy? Did I wish I looked like him?
3: Yeah. But, but there's <laughs> You wish a- I got that kind of action? Yeah. No, I wish I had that salary. Oh, but oh, I, yeah. you know. That too.
2: You know what? I was also I was thinking about a couple of things. N- number one, he's the biggest star. Yeah. News. Oh, huge. No. All the networks. Yeah. Who's the biggest news star? And I, I had to think about that for a moment because there used to be a lot of news stars. Well, you know, Barbara Walters is pretty much done. Diane Surrey, I don't hear from, you know, Katie Couric, Strift. I mean, he, he's the number one star there. The, he's bigger than all three network anchormen. For sure. You know, Absolutely. And yep. he's the biggest morning host. Yep. Well, he's you know there's only one standing now, Stephanopoulos, right. after the Charlie Rose. He was the biggest. And the thing that continues to get me, and it's, and it's what nailed me yesterday at 7 o'clock when the news broke, that in one instant, your career's over, your job's over, your salary's done, the $25 million or 20 whatever it was, is done. So what do you do each day? I said this about Harvey Weinstein. I'm saying this about Charlie Rose. What you, Kevin Spacey, do you sit in your room and just look at, look at yourself in the mirror? What do you do
3: all day long? Because you're done what you've been doing your whole life. Well, he's certainly not going to get invited to those Hampton parties. Well, that's... <laughs> all he's, I mean, he's probably going to be persona non grata, right? Yeah,
2: and he was just invited to the uh, Christmas tree well, lighting. Obviously. He was they supposed, to, have yeah, supposed to be there last night. So, uh, we're just getting started. Uh, our big three, obviously a floodgate of details coming out in the Matt Lauer firing. And, of course, they're not pretty. Also in the big three, and we touched on this very briefly towards the end of the show yesterday, the president spreading Islamophobia on Twitter. He sent out three or resent three tweets uh, that just uh, trashed Muslims, and uh, Britain blasted him doing it, Theresa May did, and uh, the White House, of course, defending it with uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And rounding out the big three, really? A proposal to end 24-7 subway service in New York City? Joe, is
3: that going to fly? Really? You know, I I read that story this morning. I think the real rub here is not necessarily the the cutback on 24-7 service. This is probably one of those red herrings that they throw out there. What they really want... Congestion pricing. Okay, I thought so you were going
2: to say a fair, another fare hike.
3: Well, they don't need a fare hike with congestion pricing. Yeah, and um, that's what they've they've tried to get. They've failed. It just couldn't get through. Right. So that's what this is really so about. So I think they're going to scare people. Hey, we're going to have to cut back on subway service. We're going to have to, you know, service is going to be awful. Uh, but if we get this congestion pricing plan, it's only going to affect people who drive. Won't affect subway users and we'll get a new stream of revenue, and everything's going to be happy. So yeah. that's my take on this.
2: Well, the supposed proposal from this regional organization said we'll run the buses instead at night. I don't you know, Look, this I, you is, know. This what, is first, New York City.
3: I, yeah. I, I don't think it's such a bad thing. I don't have 24-hour Mass transit from my home yeah, in Yeah, but Jersey. you live in the sticks. This is no, 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 New no, York City, the subway system we're talking sticks. about. No, I don't live in the sticks. I, I live 20 miles away. We have. I've got train service. I've got bus service. But you know what? I don't have 24-hour no, service I there. Well, I understand. And I'm not that far away.
2: I understand that. I, I think my local railroad uh, comes into Port Washington. I think they skip one hour early in the morning, and that's it. But yeah. they go uh, 23 see? hours. Yeah, right. But, but I, I can't see that ever, ever flying in New York. But now,
3: uh, how many people are on some of those sub- subways? I don't trips? know. So many, like, 10, I took it once. On a train? I, uh,
2: for a while, I was taking the train in once a week, yeah. and I gave that up. Uh, how many people were on that train when you came in? Uh, the Long Island Railroad? No, no no. I took the Long Railroad. Well, no, no. I took the Long Island Railroad in. Oh, you didn't take a subway? Uh, no. The first week, and I did this for uh, six, eight months, once a week, and I would take the subway from Penn Station. I did it the first day. yeah, And I got emails from listeners. They said, do not, and one's a former cop, do not. Go on the subway at three in the morning. Okay, so I I did I did that first. There were people on the subway. Hey, I, when I when I drive over the Manhattan Bridge in the morning, the the train is you know you see the subway sometimes. There's a bunch of people yeah, well, at three I'm, in the
3: morning on the train. There are probably some people that have to get to work early. Then of course there are the homeless home, the homeless people who just want to ride place the subway to sleep, exactly, right. and the muggers and the muggers. All
2: right, so the uh, New York Times uh, story today is really wow. It's uh, it's it, 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 you know when you hear about. This guy was a horn dog. Matt Lauer, when the story first comes out, you say, all right, maybe he said something inappropriate, because the first story had to do with, at first, Page Six said it was the Rio Olympics in 2016, then the story uh, morphed into the Sochi Olympics in Russia, that was 2014, and supposedly there was inappropriate sexting with interns, and and the story, the, the, the person who supposedly came forward on Monday was this former intern. And she got these inappropriate uh, text, the sex toys. Sex, and apparently there was a picture <laughs> yeah. that was the that was the smoking gun because he sexted her something inappropriate. We can only imagine what that is. Uh, so now no,
3: no, no, that alone, I don't think is a fireable offense. Well, you're going to fire your top news guy for sending uh, a picture of a sex toy. Well, but they said, uh, is that Not what the what, picture was? Yeah. Okay. Well, and I, and what he'd want to do okay. with it? Okay. So. They said oh, the minute, pressure. Wait, wait, no, Na- that- Natalie's getting crazy over
2: there. Natalie. Really? Natalie, is a something that you want to offer offense. here? Not wait a
3: minute. fireable offense. To text
4: somebody a picture of something highly that someone would find highly inappropriate. Well, it's, I'm, and I'll and give then, you highly inappropriate. And then to explain to that person what they'd like to do with it. Excuse me. Yeah, well, Joe. What's wrong with you? You find that no, no, appropriate? What's wrong with you, Joe? No, no,
3: no, no, no. I said it is. I'm not. It's not appropriate. It's not, I wouldn't say, a fireable offense for uh, somebody in that position.
4: Unfortunately, right now it is.
3: Well, that, he's being fired for that. He See, got fired I think there's for more the, to it. The, the office thing with his Well, other but one. I don't think. But
2: uh, Nad and, and uh, Joe, they said in the press release that Savannah Guthrie read on the Today Show at 7 yesterday that they were led to believe there were other incidents. Well, right. the New York Times today has a withering story. And you read this and your skin crawls. Uh, the Times says at least two other women came forward right. yesterday. The Times spoke to a woman who said that Lauer called her into his office in 2001, then locked the door. He had a button at his desk. Well, that sounds creepy.
3: It does sound creepy. You, know, well, you come into button. my office, and then I push a button, and it locks the locks. door, and you can't get Well, up. they claim it so no one can get yeah, in, no cool. one can interrupt you so
4: he them. doesn't have to get up out of the chair to lock
2: right. the yeah. door. Well, according to the New York Times front page story, Laura then asked her to unbutton her blouse. She complied. Uh, the disgraced anchor then bent over a chair, had sex with her before she passed out, according to the woman's account. She said she woke up on the floor of Laura's office with her pants down. Uh, the Today anchor had an assistant
3: take her to a nurse.
4: Now, so now that assistant obviously knew something, happened, sure, don't you think? I
3: would think. Now, I, I, here's here's where I have a question. Uh, she didn't come forward.
0: BGW. by law. See terms conditions. 18
3: plus. if something like that happened to you, you just go back to work? Well, look at the Weinstein thing. You well, raped the woman twice. But, man, I, wife. but well, all these people you are afraid. Go fr- back to work.
2: These people are afraid for their jobs. You know what, Pat, Matt Lauer, Mrs. Matt Lauer.
4: Not just their jobs, their life. Do you know how? You don't know if this woman's married, isn't in a relationship. Well, she so was She,
3: she was uh, married so, and, I think, separated.
4: Right. So now it's not only your job. It's your life that you have to deal with. If you tell someone the domino effect, so you sit there and thinking like, all right, maybe I did something. Maybe I didn't do something. That's what women think. Did I do something? Well, that, I mean, you
3: know she just walked in the office and he says, "It doesn't unbutton matter. your blouse when and you she are, does it?
4: When you, first of all, there was a power thing here. We've heard it over and over again. Thank God I have never been through this, so I cannot tell you first. But, name. Natalie, but come on. Women... I, I
3: know you wouldn't put up with that.
4: I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation. I'm not sure because all these women are, are saying how they're frozen. They don't know what's Listen, going on. Go back Things 15 take years. Over.
2: Go back with Natalie 15 years. What if, you know, these I bosses. 15 years. But, is, I know, but you know who the, your bosses were and what kind of power they had and and how intimidating they were? And what if what if uh, uh, Natalie as a youngster walks in there and uh, she Now – I've heard that a lot. People freeze, and I under, I get that. I do get that. I understand that. Well, I don't know. And I, I want to
4: go back to the sexting in the, the picture – I'm telling you, Joe, you've been a manager for many years. If someone came to you and said, look what blah, blah, blah just sent me, you know that person would have been fired. You know you would have fired them.
3: Well, I think maybe with today's sensitivity,
2: well, I just think there was more to it than that. I really do. I don't think
4: think that alone is
3: bad enough. Well, I don't
2: think they would have fired their $25 million star based on that. They'd
3: give it, look at, hey, that's enough. No more. No more. Apologize.
2: This woman uh, was in her 40s, and uh, according to the Times, Lauer never uh, made another advance at her after that incident. But just think about this for a second. It's, it's brutal, absolutely brutal. Think about Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah.
3: But th- this whole episode, I mean, you know, you have this image of Matt Lauer. And I know you have. You, well, he's a friend and a great friend? guy and yes. what a wonderful person So why are you putting that down? It's all true. No, I understand, but then he can do this. That's brutal, what he did to that woman. It was brutal. And he just dismissed her like just a piece of property. Well, fine. I got what I needed. You think he's
2: the only one? Harvey Weinstein. Are you sure I'd go through the list? It's
4: just hard for me to believe somebody would have such a flip side to them. It really
2: is.
3: Yeah, Harvey Weinstein, we knew the guy was a creep. Yeah. He acted like a creep.
2: Well, I'm, I'm... I'm heartbroken, and I know I'm accused of being a Pollyanna, but I I always thought he was a good guy. And uh, I saw the reaction of Al Roker and the others, and I think think they were stunned as well. So, obviously, a lot more on Matt Lauer throughout the morning. Um, When we continue, crazy story. A landlord wants to evict a 100-year-old woman. Really? Really? That's next. Let's check out traffic this morning. Here's Bernie Viter.
0: W-O-R.
2: At hey, 624 on a Thursday I'm joined by Joe Bartlett today and just for you I have a special guest coming up at 9:40 Mr. Phil Sims because wow. I know you're the biggest Giants fan in the building
3: No, they're a Giant hero, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: And he was kind of unceremoniously dumped he knows during the off season, like, yeah. so uh, Phil's just a good guy. I'm glad he's coming on. So uh,
3: by the way, uh, you know, his uh, role on that um, the CBS yeah. mid uh, halftime Pre-game show, show or whatever, or yeah, I know. Really minimal. I miss him on the games. I you do. Know, I, I, I tune in sometimes at halftime. It's like he doesn't even say anything.
2: I know. It's it's a. T- <laughs> you know what? He uh, took one for the team. Yeah. So I'm. Is he happy about losing his job to Tony Romo? I'm sure not. But he's a class act, and he took it for the team, and he stays with CBS, and he does other programming as well. But uh, so we have Eli coming up. You know what's interesting? Uh, Eli got one write in vote in the last mayor's race. He did. He got one oh, yeah. right in vote for mayor. It's
3: not from Ben McAdoo, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Aaron Judge of the Yankees yeah, got 10. 10? Yeah. So you know how when the TV tees before the uh, commercial, they have like a lock of tease coming up? Yep. So I just looked up at Channel 4, and the tease said, major judge with a question mark. You know, okay. I think they meant to say mayor judge. I don't know. I'm not, you know. Well, they better get some spell check going on there. Well, maybe it's autocorrect where they, they put in these little chirons. Oh, okay. So yeah. he got 10. <laughs> so anyway, the number one sports figure was Kristaps Porzingis. Got 11 write-in votes of the Knicks. Wow. But a couple are questionable because they spelled his name wrong. So I, they can, may not they know, may not spell that name? I know. So you watched the tree lighting or not? I, I missed
3: it. You know, I, I tuned it in. Normally, I wouldn't watch I just tuned in to see how the uh, atmosphere felt yeah. without Matt Lauer. Sure. So it was obviously a little awkward. Uh, Hoda Kopke, uh, Hopke, whatever. She, I don't know how to say <laughs> her name. Cotby. Not Hopki. What is it? Kotb. Kotb? K-O-T-B. Well, What's the on the front? It- there's no H. No. I don't
2: think there's an H. Isn't it K-O-T-B? I don't know. No, his oh, first yeah. name has an H. It's Hoda.
3: Hoda. Kotb. Kotb. She's Egyptian. Kotb. Uh Whatever. Hoda,
2: oh, Hoda was in there. She's a nice. By the way, she's a nice. She lady. is. She, she's, well, a great, yeah. she's a yeah. She's like I knew her when she was just a regular news person and didn't have that lighter side which she's displayed with. Regular with news Lee. person. Well, yeah. Well, well she wasn't
3: uh, drinking wine at 10 a.m. You know <laughs> the way she is now with <laughs> Kathy Lee. So. Uh, anyway, so I, you usually don't watch it because it's a sure. lot of music. You know, it's nice to hear the music, and then, you know, it takes three hours to light a tree, right? You know, so. And you have to I stay know, up to the know. very end to see the tree. Do you uh, remember
4: when it used to be in the local newscast? Exactly. Yeah, it right. was It was literally like 45 seconds in yeah, the local this. newscast. You,
2: Natalie, you're absolutely right. It would be the last minute of Live at yeah. 5. Right. Live sure. at 5. five. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And it was we'd, over. We'd go to it for a minute. Boom. Then they turned it into, what time's it light now? 9 or 8? There's a two uh, hour It's got to be nine. Nine
4: o'clock. Yeah, two nine hour o'clock. show. The it was first hour at seven. Yeah. Well,
2: they start at seven locally. I think the network joins it they, at eight. Oh,
3: so you just do an hour network? Hour
2: network. I think the first hour is just New York. I think. That's okay. what it used to be. And then they just light it at the end. But it was a great deal when I worked there because they would throw a, a terrific party downstairs right on the ice. Uh, at one of those restaurants, and we would have a great buffet and open bar. And a, great no, 11, eleven o'clock, o'clock news. The eleven that? o'clock news was a little sloshy that night. I never did that, but no? I was tempted. Yeah, but, really? <laughs> no, 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 no. I never, I never was that uh, impaired. But I certainly had a couple of drinks between newscasts.
3: Oh, I well, in yeah. the old days when they used to have you know those three hour lunches, I used to take some. Yeah, three hour lunches.
2: Hey, how about this story? Uh, an upper
3: is this? I mean, this is this is ridiculous. An
2: Upper East Side landlord is trying to evict a hundred-year-old tenant from a rent-controlled building, claiming she's never there. Her name is Justa Lopez, but it turns out uh, she wasn't exactly lounging on a beach, according to the Post story. She broke her hip and spent the last year in and out of hospitals. So anyway, let's hear from. Uh,
5: she's a hundred years old. I don't know how long I'm going to live, but. I don't know why he's so mean to me.
2: <laughs>
5: because I'm not, I don't want to be 200.
2: She's not going to be 200. Well, that's probably factual. <laughs> <laughs>
5: he has no right to do that to me.
2: What? He There's has no, no right. right to do that? This is from New York 1. I think we have some more of this, right?
5: He never listened. Never listen to any complaint about the floor, about my falls And I went to the hospital.
4: Well, see, she was claiming that the floor is tilted a little bit, so when she tried to get out of her bed, she had a uh, walker that had wheels, Mm. and it slipped off of her, and that's when she went to go grab it. She went falling because the the, uh, walker started rolling. So she's also saying that she's been complaining about the floor.
2: Well, her lawyer, Dove Trayman, I'm sure uh, has a lot to say here.
3: If one is away from the apartment in order to receive medical treatment... Then that doesn't count as being away from the apartment at all. Okay. Now from the landlord perspective here, the guy probably wants to raise rent. I mean there's Absolutely. a lot of people of in this city paying. How much
4: longer does he have to wait? Well, she's a hundred. That's the
3: thing. I mean he could wait this woman out. Uh, you know, if she were fifty or forty, then you know, you go to wait her out. It's horrible. Yeah. But you know you do want to jack up the rents because she's probably paying what, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. Yeah, she's exactly. Do we know the exact Oh
2: here it is. 1st Avenue and 78th. Not huh, bad. Yeah, you know nice how much it would cost to
3: get an apartment there?
2: Yeah, but it's a long walk for her with her, you know, with her bad hip to get to the uh to get to the subway. It's, it's tough, Well, well she's
3: not going to work. No, I guess not.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, I'm just back. wait this one out there, buddy. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?"
0: Lucky? It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's stamps dot com code program.
4: You look like a sweetheart. <laughs> I know it. I uh, mean, leave the woman alone.
2: Just the Lopez. Come on. Just the good let's give her just a break. Well
3: here. he he was wondering, hey, I got no tenant, might as well. You know, well, he,
2: yeah, she was out getting treatment. The man, according to the Post, the man who answered the phone at Paley Management Corporation, which operates the building, told the Post, Mr. Paley won't be in today. No comment. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> 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 give Justin Lopez. Give her a break. And, yeah. and the neighbors, you know, there were, you know, the neighbors say that they could be next. You know, they don't want to be targeted. So. Yeah, yeah, I
3: don't they
2: know. used to target my uh, elderly uncle uh, in his uh, rent-controlled building. So that's what happens. They, they try to get rid of these people. Coming up on 631 with Joe Bartlett playing co-host today. You're doing very well, Joe. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank you, <man. laughs> We've got Jeff McKinney he filling in doing. for uh, So, Jeff, you do a good job, too.
5: Well – Hang in there. Okay, good morning, guys Jeff. You hearing me now is having intermittent service on this, market. You hear great. Sound <coughs> great. <coughs> one, 2. I heard three, that, four. too. We heard the cough. Good. All right. All right. Uh, so, back to Matt Lauer, of course. New allegations against former Today Show hosts Matt Lauer this morning. Variety reporting that Lauer exposed himself to one woman, would ask female staffers about who they had slept with, Elizabeth Wagmeister wrote the story, says the accusers didn't think anyone would believe them.
4: They were too afraid to go to the bosses and to speak up about what happened because they knew this is Matt Lauer. He is the face of the Today Show. He's arguably the biggest name in television news.
5: The New York Times says Lauer called one woman into his office, pulled down her pants, and then had sex with her. Well, that's the damning one. Causing her to pass out. Uh, That's awful. You know that sounds a lot like rape, doesn't it? Uh, that's, that's I, mean, no, that's I like rape. I mean, I, I yeah. don't know how to uh, delineate like. that legally, but that sounds a lot like when, what most people poli- would call rape. Well, police could get involved
3: in that. Yeah, I, I, the, you know, the, the, the that, issue is, you know, uh, I don't know. C- can you prove rape after so much I don't know. time has passed? I don't that's know, a like a statute sure. of limitations. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it's yeah. rape, you say, "Hey, I've been raped." You don't, you don't wait. But that's five that's what that sounds like. That's what that sounds like to me. The other, the other one that they played. Did you ever play this uh, when you were uh, on uh, the uh, NBC? Which one? Uh, you would play the game about uh, your guests. Which one would you like to kill? No. Um, uh, Who'd who, have sex with? Or what was the other one? There were three. Marry, could,
2: kill, or F? Is isn't that it? it? <laughs> I, uh, I don't. I never heard of that game. No. Okay. Oh, you thought that that's a regular thing? No,
4: it, is, I mean, it is a thing, but usually that is, is a thing, thing? It's it is, called. They usually use the word shag.
3: Jack. well no,
2: okay, Well, right. I would hope. You know, no, I just
5: right. I just say hello. How are you? <laughs> right. Pretty much it. I, I, <laughs> right. I leave it at that. Well, let and me think boy, of the guests. Will no, no. I continue no, no. to what leave it? What are it the that. choices here? Yeah, what are
2: our guests? Marry,
3: are... kill,
2: shag or kill? So let me think of some of our guests on live at five. Um, Milton Berle.
3: <laughs> okay, well,
2: well, I don't want to do any <laughs> you of those with him. Uh, Bruce Springsteen was odd. I don't know. Uh, Mickey Mantle came on. Mike Tyson. I don't know. Cindy Adams. Cindy Adams worked there. Okay. I don't want to do any of those three with her
5: either. <laughs> Trust me. All right, go ahead. Which leaves me at, hello, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> this, Amer- American Airlines has a pilot problem, computer glitch, and the scheduling software allowed too many pilots to schedule vacation time over Christmas. So now they're offering pilots 150% of their normal pay, time and a half, if they will pick up some open oh, trips. Oh, they will. Yeah. They'll, depending they'll uh, upon what their wives and husbands think about that. Yeah. U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley says North Korea is dragging the U.S. closer to war with its test firing of a missile this week.
4: No one can doubt that this threat is growing. No one can doubt that North Korean dictator is getting more aggressive in his obsession for nuclear power.
5: And Haley says if there is war, the North Korean regime will be utterly destroyed. You know, there's a school of
2: thought that says now that he... Launch this thing that could reach anywhere, then he's done. You know, now he can negotiate a little bit now that he's got the final threat in place. Well, apparently, so I that's, guess that's wishful thinking. I that's
5: guess. what he's after. He thinks that showing the world that he can do this yeah. is worth any number and any severity of sanctions that
3: can be directed at him. Well, we'll see. Yeah. All right. if, if, Want some more? If, or? Chi- if China c- cuts off oil to uh, North Korea. That then, would, his, then his people well, are going to be. You know, if China just- did a real
5: boycott,
2: you yeah, know exactly. if Every com- uh, country stopped doing business with Korea, then then they can shut that place down. All
5: right. They're some gonna- news now uh, about the man who never speaks, Jared Kushner, President Trump's son-in-law and advisor, has been questioned by Special Counsel Robert Mueller. Now, the questioning reportedly focusing on former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Mueller's team reportedly wanted to make sure that Kushner didn't have information that could have cleared all right
2: Flynn. I'll see that story on CNN. I'm sure. I'm not sure
5: Fox is going to it. You'll see it, yeah, repeatedly. We'll
3: <laughs> it's, it's a non-story. I heard you.
5: I heard you saying. Uh, I think it was just yesterday. I was driving right. along, listening to you. You said they're parallel universes. Yeah, that was the uh, other covered by CNN and Fox, and that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. You can go back and forth between those two. Oh, so and it's, totally different things. It's always yeah. a self-serving story. Yeah, for the most part. Regarding, regarding their narrative.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's just the way it is. And that's the way this world is. It's not only CNN and Fox. It's the way people are. You Unless know, it it's polarized. a
5: counter-narrative story they can't avoid. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, here's a story you can't avoid. The uh, Giants are getting roasted by everybody. And now the big guy has weighed in. The big guy. Find out who. Coming up next. But first, here's traffic. Bernie Vider. At 641 in the a.m., good morning, everyone, wherever you may be listening, here in the Tri-State area or beyond, or on the iHeart app. Great app. If you haven't checked it out, I know you hear us talk about it. It's free, and you can hear us anywhere in the country. You know, I get emails directly at 710wr.com slash line. Invariably, they're from Florida or the Midwest or somewhere. It's great. People listen all over the country. They like to hear what's going on in the Big Apple.
3: A lot of stuff going on here. A lot more exciting here than it is in Florida or a lot of parts of the it country. crazy
2: stuff in Florida. but other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what's going on in the Big Apple is, is it unanimous? I mean, see, here's the thing. Now that I'm out of sports uh, full time, I don't pay as much attention because I really have to do my homework <laughs> in you know the right. rest of the world, mm-hmm. which I used to ignore when I was a sportscaster by and large. But now I really, you know, for example, uh, you know far more about the Giants than I do because you are a passionate fan and you watch them week in and week out, although it's been tough lately. Uh, have, has anyone come out in any of the discussion over the Eli Manning situation? Has anyone come out and said the, the Giants did the right thing?
3: No. Well, you know what? They probably did the right thing in trying to do something else. You know, I, I was talking to uh, Ed, our overnight guy, who's also a Giant fan, yeah. this morning. And I, I said, you know, from a practical standpoint, you know, I, I don't blame them for trying to say, you know, look, this isn't working. Let's shake things up. E, Eli is not the problem. But well, if, you of course wanted, so. if you wanted to try, you know, Geno Smith is not the answer. We know that, too.
2: Well, I know that emotion shouldn't count in these things. But right. my goodness, that guy won two Super Bowl but, but we knew he was such a
3: classy guy. Let him finish the season in peace, for God's well, sake. Well, if you're going to let McAdoo finish, because he's been a disaster, and right. the general manager, you're not going to make any judgments on them until the end of the season. The same should be true of Eli. I agree. However, I think from a football standpoint, this is an opportunity to put some of those other – you only have Webb. Davis Webb. That's the only guy you really care about. Well, let me ask you a question:
2: Have to your eye, as a fan, has have his skills diminished? Eli is he a shell of his former self? Well, it's
3: it's hard to know because he didn't get the protection and he didn't have receivers. Correct. Uh, If Eli gets the time, if and is able to step up in the pocket, he's very very good.
2: Right, and he's been remarkably injury free. It's it's unbelievable.
3: And and this uh, Evan Ingram, this new tight end that they just drafted, right. all of a sudden forgot how to catch a ball yeah. last couple of games. I he was understand. dropping key passes.
2: Well, here's what other people are saying. This is uh, Chargers quarterback Phillip Rivers, who was drafted at the, in the same year as... a
3: matter of fact, the Giants drafted Rivers, remember? Uh, yeah.
2: And that, that was the swap. The swap, yeah. Because Eli was originally uh, drafted by San Diego. Said, I'm not playing there. I'm coming to New York. So here's, here's Philip Rivers.
3: Uh, I honestly thought it was pathetic. Okay. There you go. Pathetic. Right. One, one more. I just thought it was too bad the way it was handled, and then certainly you know uh eli as a as a uh you
5: know i, I we're not close buddies, but I, as a friend as a fellow quarterback um you know it was tough to watch him yesterday you, you can only imagine how he felt, but he handled it like a pro like he like he's handled everything
2: that's the thing. He stood there in the locker exactly. room, yep. Yep. he didn't go hide like these athletes that they have a hangnail or something they go hide from the media. Eli stood there like a man
3: choking up uh, how and, about and, you and, 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 and beyond that, he shows up the next day. And going over the playbook with the guy who's going to replace him, Webb, the rookie. Yeah, that's Eli. Yeah.
2: My guess is he plays again next year. We'll, we'll talk to – Phil Sims. will be our special live guest, by the way, at 9.40 this morning. And, by the way, if you get to work and if you, don't want, if you can't listen on the computer or on the iHeart app, you can always check out the podcast. So if you want to hear our interview that's going to be coming up later this morning with Phil Sims. later this morning, yep. we will post uh, the entire program as well as a Phil Sims podcast at 710WOR.com. Now let's hear from McAdoo, your favorite coach.
3: Nobody says we're moving on from uh, from anybody. Uh- but when you're going through a situation like this, this isn't this isn't my first time going through it. Like you said, um, you know, there's going to be emotions involved. There's going to be uh, outrage, um, and you, you have to stick uh, stick to your decision and what you feel is best for the organization.
2: All right, so it came out that John Mara, the owner, uh, half-owner, was involved in this decision, but it didn't go quite the way he thought it was. It right. was proposed to him that, hey, we're going to start Eli. He'll keep his consecutive game streak intact because he has second most, 210, second most started in the NFL, and they're going to keep that, and then, then we'll go to Gino, and, and Eli said, no, I'm not doing that.
3: Right, well, so, so, so Mara signed it. on to that, yeah. and he said he was surprised that Eli turned it down. So, right. How about the
2: governor, the big guy in New Jersey? He's got a lot to say. I think that the manner in which this was handled and the manner in which Eli Manning is being treated by the Giants organization is disgraceful. And I think Mr. Mara should be ashamed of himself for having signed off yeah, on this. this guy. We already know that their general manager and their coach are incompetent,
3: and we don't expect anything better from them. Okay, well, wow. Well, he's right on that. Well, it's a good thing the
2: governor is competent in all of his people in New Jersey.
3: You know, first of all, he's a Cowboy fan, yes, so he is. I really don't care what he thinks about the Giants. <laughs> That's pretty strong. Everybody knows the coach, and general
2: manager, are competent.
3: Well, we do. Yeah. We do. I mean, it's from the very beginning, those guys were, were lame ducks, unless they won. Did you put up these billboards, Joe? Which one's that? There's three
2: billboards <laughs> up. Uh, eastbound side of Route 80, New Jersey Turnpike in Kearney, and Route 46 in Totowa three huge billboards that
3: say big blue shame on you. Oh, good. How about that? You know, I will watch on Sunday despite all of this. I will watch it. And
2: and what if Geno Smith is great or what if he flops? We expect him to flop in Oakland. My
3: god. Yeah, well, what happens if he wins? What happens? Uh, I, then I, the Giants I,
2: are 3 and 9. Whoop de doo, damn do. I mean, really?
3: He, he is not the quarterback of the future.
2: No, he's not. No. He was even the quarterback of the past. <laughs> Coming up, Joe Bartlett, do you believe in love at first sight? Is there uh, such a thing? You yes, got Harry absolutely. and Meghan. Absolutely. You, you believe in love at first sight? Absolutely. We've got a study out. All right. We shall analyze. Coming up in just a moment. But first, we'll analyze traffic with Bernie Vider. Well, coming up on 754 on a Thursday morning, lots to talk about, including this story, Joe Bartlett, my special co-host of the day. You're special, Joe. Hey, is love at first sight, Len. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, so, that was, so I'm going to ask you, you've been married a, a long time. I've been married even longer. Uh, was it love at first
3: sight? According to my wife, yes.
2: She loved oh, you at first sight? Absolutely. That's really? what she tells me. Did you love her at first sight?
3: Well, yeah. I didn't know that I was, you know, it wasn't sort of like, boom, I'm going to marry you thing, yeah. but yeah.
2: I'm going, I'm going, i my- will be married forty-seven years this summer, and I, I, uh, I, I think it was like at first sight. I don't think, I don't think it was. Li- anyway, this all comes yeah, about. You better
4: stop talking. <laughs> 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 I saw you stop yourself. like, what, Where am I going? It's yeah, going I nowhere good. You know <laughs> what?
2: That was always the case in sports casting Please God, let there be an end to this sentence. <laughs> you, you, you'd be doing a game somewhere. You'd be saying to yourself, "Please let me figure out a way to draw this to a period." How uh, about you, Natalie, and uh, with Chris? Was it love at first sight? No.
3: Whoa! Wow! How's your no. husband feel? Love.
2: Love.
4: What did I know about love at nineteen or uh, eighteen? That or whatever like a I Was
2: what did I know about love?
4: But yeah, I really liked him.
2: Like it was like at first sight. Yeah. Right at first sight, like okay, yeah. so. This all came about because uh, Prince Harry, I guess, is pretty much saying it was love at first sight with Meghan Markle. The fact that I fell in love with Meghan
3: so incredibly quickly was a, was a sort of confirmation to me that, that everything, everyth- all the stars were aligned. Everything was just perfect. Aww. You know what's interesting about
2: this guy? I mean, he was... <laughs> na- poor Natalie. Any- anything to do with the royals, she just melts.
3: But this guy, I mean, he was a carouser. I mean, he was with a lot of women and, you know, a lot of partying. Uh, you know, he's kind of, kind of hung out with Matt Lauer. Who knows? Uh, oh, but let's he, not go there. No, 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 no. In terms of, you know, just how many women yeah. he probably ran through. And then all of a sudden he meets. <laughs> ran through? Oh, man. <laughs> They're not commodities, Joe. <laughs> They're human beings.
4: Well, you know, I have to I
2: protect mean, you here. I, please. The
4: fact is, is that he, he did date a lot, apparently. Yeah. Or, he you did. Know. All
2: right. So what do you guys think? Uh, at the? I've never heard of this fine institution. At the University of Groningen in the Netherlands. <laughs> Psychologists have done a study to determine is is there such a uh, thing as love at first sight? And what do you think they decided?
3: Probably not. Not really. Not. Oh. You know what they think it is what? among men? What?
2: Lust. It's lust. lust. They lust. can't. Just, ah, that can't, babe looks good to me.
4: <laughs> they can't tell the difference between lust no. and
2: love. Apparently not.
3: Well, I mean, it's instinctual. It's instinctive.
2: Here's dis. This, this, uh. this is out of the UK. <laughs> It's Disappointed, a man thing. Disappointingly for the romantics among us, they concluded that what they think is love at first sight is, in fact, more likely strong physical attraction.
3: Well, what happens on the female side of things? Well, We're not so much. We're smart enough to realize yeah. it
4: right away that it's love lust. needs to grow.
3: The, uh, I'm sure there is definitely water, lust at it's first like, It's sight. like a Chia Pet.
2: You
4: need a little... <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted a Chia Pet. Did Never you? had I, one. No, I
2: thought those were just yeah. disgusting.
4: Oh, if anybody wants to get me one for Christmas, I'll, I'll yeah. be all about that. Mail
2: it to Natalie. Yeah. Care of the station. So they had these studies, and some involved showing pictures, and some, some involved speed dating. And when they took the results uh, in total, uh, it turned out that 32 of the participants... Described love at first sight, and almost all of them were men. See, <laughs> so <just> that they- <laughs> shows you who's smarter. <laughs> However, they say this was strongly linked to finding the other person
3: incredibly physically attractive. Oh, is that maybe Harry's story? There, all right. the stars are aligned. She's aligned, you know, and, and right.
4: she's incredibly physically attractive. Physically
3: attractive,
2: right. yes. No, let me tell you about another study out of Fordham. Did you know that the, that the uptown and downtown rats in our city? are are actually different. They have different DNA. Really? Yes. They act differently? No, no, they Just different, like people. They <laughs> have different DNA. Oh. oh, listen to this. This is what I love. Uptown
3: rats and will, downtown. Well,
2: most notably, rats in the midtown region exhibit increased inbreeding coefficients and reduced observed heterozygosity. There you go. See, that sums it up perfectly. I just
4: wonder, you know, there is a difference <laughs> between uptown residents and downtown residents. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah. Wonder if the rats take on the personalities of the people no. in those neighborhoods.
2: That's not true.
3: Yeah. It you says don't here. Know.
2: This study at Fordham Little University on the
3: uppers upper upper east rats. side. Yeah. Well, it
2: says here, rats in Upper Manhattan and the northern parts of Harlem West and Harlem Central were differentiated from those in East Harlem and the Upper West and Upper East Sides. If you give us a rat, we could tell you whether it came from the West village to the east village <laughs> they're actually unique little rat neighbors
4: see in the upper cool. the upper east side there's no pizza rat there's like sushi rats oh, That's right. Right. Yeah. If, you know, oh okay. if you go downtown you'll find a pizza rat
2: that makes sense anyway i looked up uh heterozygosity and i couldn't understand what the hell i meant <laughs> and here's a, a third study shows that the car you drive this is stanford university the car you drive may determine who you voted for
3: well i, I know that if you drive a pickup truck you're a trump supporter well there you go that's
2: right. exactly right.
3: That's all? So they didn't do a it survey. That it-
2: Sedans outnumbered pickup trucks. There was an 88% chance the city would vote Democratic if sedans outnumbered pickup trucks. All right. In the areas where there were more pickup trucks, the odds switched to 82% in favor of Republicans. What, okay. a,
3: what about your neighborhood with all the Mercedes and Range Rovers and BMWs? What? Uh, how do they vote?
2: They're all too rich to vote. They're, they're too busy yeah. uh, counting <laughs> their money. I, I'll tell you, my friends who drive those cars, uh, I have many of them who are Republicans. So yeah, of course. It goes, uh, I would think so. Counter to what all you may probably, think. they are probably well-to-do, yeah. Well do, well mm. to do, yeah. Well, when we come back, we have some uh, amazing audio uh, in relation to the Matt Lauer case. We'll delve through a bunch of audio and, and all about his locked door. And we got the whole issue coming up with Matt Lauer right after the news. And for the news today at 7 o'clock, we have...
0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The morning
6: on 710
4: WOR.
2: Welcome back, everyone. It is 7.05. I'm Len Berman, and Joe Bartlett is with me this morning. And uh, Joe, Matt Lauer just put out a statement. So this is the first we have heard from Matt Lauer. I could read it, or we can uh, let Savannah read it. Well, it might be better to have uh, Savannah Guthrie. Oh, have- it's not re- Okay, we'll have it in a minute. So I'll which she just
3: did a moment ago. Okay,
2: so I'll read the statement. Uh, this is from Matt Lauer. Uh, there are no words to express my sorrow and regret for the pain I have caused others by words and actions. To the people I have hurt, I am truly sorry. As I am writing this, I realize the depth of the damage and disappointment I have left behind at home and at NBC. Some of what is being said about me is untrue or mischaracterized, but there is enough truth in these stories to make me feel embarrassed and ashamed. I regret that my shame is now shared by the people I cherish dearly. Repairing the damage will take a lot of time and soul-searching, and I'm committed to beginning that effort. It is now my full-time job. The last two days have forced me to take a very hard look at my own troubling flaws. It's been humbling. I am blessed to be surrounded by people I love. I thank them for their patience and grace. That's the Matt Lauer statement. Of course, first thought I have is, uh, can he ever come back?
3: Well, this is uh, the classic uh, begging for forgiveness. I mean, he probably has a great crisis PR firm working for him right now. I uh, tell you what, if I'm going to save this because anytime I'm in trouble, I'm just going to say the same thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's
2: I Joe Bartlett well, express my <laughs> sorrow and regret yeah. for the pain I have caused others yeah, by yeah. words and actions. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I Joe Bartlett to the people I have hurt, I am truly sorry. And I shouldn't I shouldn't minimize this. I like Matt. I know He's you a do. good I know guy you know, and yeah. I I feel terrible for him. I feel terrible for the G- for the viewers. But given what you
3: know about him now. Yeah. Does that change your feeling? That's all. I, I know you don't want to throw a friend overboard. I wouldn't do it either. No, but, but I, I think of what Savannah said yesterday,
2: and she said, "How do you reconcile someone you really, really love with someone who's done really troubling things?" And I think she said something effective. I don't know how, I, I don't have the answer to
3: that. And again, and you truly believe that she didn't know that the, that he was doing this with interns and locking the door and women coming out all ruffled and. Uh, going to the nurse like this woman described. Uh, you know to what, I can't, I, I
2: can't speak for anyone else.
3: Because I, I, I will tell you, I mean, there's a lot of shenanigans. That, well, not a lot, but, you know, shenanigans have gone on around here. <clears throat> and I've been totally oblivious to them.
2: Well, uh, I will tell you I've been around Matt a lot. Yeah. I've been around the Today Show a lot. I did that show for over 20 years. Yeah, uh, Once a month. But I was there at all weird times, walking up the stairs, passing his dressing all kinds... And I never had any – the only thing that I ever noticed once was we were at the Olympics in – There you go. No, this is a very mild thing. No, but I understand. This is where this whole episode – Well, this is Torino. This goes back to 2006. And all I noticed was – and I had no idea who this person was. It was a very attractive assistant he was working with. Okay, there you go. And I just – it just – it registered on my brain that this is a very attractive young assistant and Matt's having marital problems. And that's the only – but that was it. I never thought that there was – as, as I said again, there's a big leaf of faith between being unfaithful in a broken marriage and sexual assault. That, those are two very different
3: things. What do you, what do you make of his statement? Well,
2: he, I think he has a crisis management team, as you yeah, said. Yeah. You know, I mean, this so, is well written. It's very well yeah, written. And if you know Matt, and I like Matt, you say, well, I hope he can repair his life. But my first reaction is uh, he's never going to work in broadcasting
3: again. Going to be very hard.
2: Yeah, very so I don't hard. know how. But look you...
3: at Brian Williams. I mean, he only lied. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy can't get oh, back all on. All of a sudden, Brian.
2: TV. Brian is not looking so bad. That he embellished a few stories. This <laughs> yeah, no, no. didn't hop on some woman who's <laughs> underage or whatever. What
3: about Garrison Keillor, the guy from PBS? I he know. got fired for just touching a woman's bare back. That's what back. he claims.
2: He claims he was consoling a lady, and unfortunately, her back you know was back her back was ba-
3: That's what he claims. Well, they may want so it may have wanted to.
2: So he got. Bit, uh, he's no longer doing that. Uh, what's it called? The Prairie Home Companion or something. Yeah, but I think he retired from that. He was only writing. Yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. stuff for Minnesota Public Radio. So Minnesota's mm-hmm. having some tough times with Franken and him. <laughs> Our big three this morning, a floodgate of details coming out in the Matt Lauer firing. We'll be playing some audio momentarily. Also in the Big Three, the president spreading Islamophobia on Twitter. And uh Theresa May in Great Britain blasted him and the White House said, no, they defended the whole
3: thing. No, 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 no. You kind of um Adding a little extra to that, um, he, um, he I'm put, embellishing. Yes, you're embellishing. Okay. Um, he retweeted um, something that he probably shouldn't have. He did. Well, what did I say flawed. wrong? I said I said he spread He's Islamophobia on Twitter. Spreading Islamophobia. He did. Well, that's what he did. He did not. Uh, I wouldn't call it that. But okay.
2: Well, what would you call it? You think about I, that.
3: I would call it a uh, incorrect retweet. Okay. Or well, he, 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 An unthoughtful retreat.
2: Rounding out the big three, a proposal to end 24-7 subway service in New York City. We'll have Alice Stockton Rossini <laughs> on that case later on this morning. All right, where do we begin with Matt? Uh, you know, people are coming up with all kinds of audio. TMZ came out a little piece of audio that happened during a commercial break. Very hard to hear, so I'm not going to play it because if, you, if you're in a car or something, you, you won't be able to make it out. Oh. But apparently, uh, he's he's talking with Meredith Vieira, and she bends over, and Matt says something to the effect of, "Oh, you know that I like the view. Keep keep bending over or something like that." Yeah, so I mean, well, that's yeah, yeah, but that's, that could yeah, be banter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've yeah. said that to you, Joe. So, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, now, so, wait a minute. minute. Oh, here that we to go. Me? Well,
4: no, let me just put yeah. it out there. Would you ever say that to me? No, I've,
2: I've never, never said anything. No, I would not. Like you know that. why? I'm afraid of you, Natalie. <laughs> you give me that death stare, and
3: I just. I, I, <laughs> but, I, Natalie, you were a young and innocent um, person when you started here, right? I yes, mean, 20 we, years you know, ago. Y- you could have been taken advantage of by people here in authority, right?
4: I could have. Right. Thank God yeah. I
3: wasn't. Yeah. But I would never have said anything like that. To any woman. No, I would. Well,
4: see, you wouldn't either. That's where we're starting. What makes a person think that they could say that to anybody in the workplace?
3: All right. So then uh,
2: several years ago, Katie Couric was interviewed by uh, Andy Cohen. He's the guy, what, i Bravo? Yeah. Uh, actually, he's the one who's going to co-host uh, New Year's Eve with Anderson Cooper. He's replacing Kathy Griffin. Just a little side note. <laughs> so anyway.
3: career went up in flames. Yeah, I know. So, yeah,
2: <laughs> absolutely right. So this was Katie Couric uh, being interviewed by Andy Cohen.
0: You co-hosted the Today Show with Matt Lauer for 15 years. What is Matt's most annoying habit? Mm. He pinches me on the
4: ass a lot.
3: Wow! Uh, did you know that? I did not know that. I
2: didn't know that. Do you think she was joking? No.
4: Why would you come up with that if you were joking? Yeah. That's she sounded serious. Just- I know, John. Okay.
2: Uh, so another interesting angle here is Natalie Morales. Because Natalie oh, yeah, yeah. Natalie was, quote, banished to the West Coast, and, and tongues, were, tongues were really sent wagging. There were always rumors mm-hmm. of an affair between Matt Lauer and Natalie Morales, and why is she being sent out to the West Coast? Uh, she addressed those rumors. She now hosts Access Hollywood, and she talked about that.
0: I have personally dealt with rumors uh, in the past for years that were hurtful to me, to my family. Um, they diminished my hard work. I've addressed those rumors head-on in the past. That is not the story today, Kit. It is about the courage. The story today is the courage of a colleague who did come forward. And when and if she wants to tell her story publicly, I'm sure she will. But it did take a lot of courage for her to come forward. It was no doubt a very painful decision.
2: I love Natalie uh, Morales. mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, and this is going to sound corny as hell, (laughs) I like most of the people on the show. I'll not just like them; like them a lot. Roker and I've been buddies for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. I like Matt a lot. Yeah. Uh, Savannah's a very nice lady. Uh, Natalie Morales, sweetheart of sweethearts.
3: Anything going to come out about Al Roker? Jeez, I, if,
2: I, don't, I can't vouch for anybody. My, I, I would be shocked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he's happily married to Deborah Roberts of right, ABC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd be shocked but, about anybody. You know, listen. If, if something came out about you, I'd be shocked. You know, I mean, I, I'm just. I'd be shocked. <laughs> But well, you know what I was thinking oh, yesterday? No, this is this is, what, this is what I was thinking. Somebody could come forward and make any claim they wanted about me. I mean, I've been in the public eye. I've been uh, broadcasting uh, since Natalie, I was a teenager. I think, I
3: think, I think something's coming. I think I, You know, I think no, I think he's warming us up.
4: I, <laughs> and I've said this before during all of this. I'm sure every male is now sitting there thinking to themselves, yeah, have, to say, yeah. have yeah. I ever mm-hmm. done anything yep, yep. that 10 years ago I wouldn't have thought about, but now right. I'm looking at it... Mm, Maybe I shouldn't have hugged that coworker at the Christmas party, or maybe I shouldn't have wow. patted them on the back.
2: Well, now you say hug because I'm like a hugger.
3: Do uh, do you know do, do, uh, you, you kind of hands roam well, a little no,
2: bit? No, 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 they don't. But for example, Alice Stockton, Rosie, and I are good friends. And every time I see in a newsroom, we give each other a big hug. I mean, I but could that could be mixed construed? I guess I don't know. You, you can't touch anybody anymore, and nothing. But I, yeah. If you went back to a Christmas party, I danced with people. I am sure I hugged somebody sure. at a Christmas party. You know, I you didn't go in a corner with anybody. No, absolutely. But no. But, but what I was thinking is, what if someone comes forward and just makes an accusation? Yeah, right. How would I do? I, well, I would jump up on a. Ta- I would take a lie detector test. Give me truth serum. You know, I would do anything. I mean, I would yell and scream. You know, I'd go crazy. But I don't know how. How do you defend yourself? If if someone made an accusation about me, if you ask most people, they say, yeah, that's probably true. As soon
3: as someone makes an accusation, they believe it. Yeah, right. So I, I, it's a, well, I mean, in the case of Matt Lauer, well, uh, there's right. it's pretty damning evidence. Otherwise, they would not have fired him.
2: So he did this interview, uh, which is being uh, brought oh, yeah. back now. He did an interview with Bill O'Reilly. Now, Bill O'Reilly is out for the same thing at uh, Fox News. So now this interview that Matt Lauer did last September is being scrutinized.
3: Doesn't it seem safe to assume that the people at Fox
5: News were given a piece of information or given some evidence that simply made it impossible for you to stay on at Fox News? I, I, that's a false assumption. Um, but you don't let your number one like guy go sure you unless you have yeah, information that you think makes him. That's not true.
2: Isn't that, wow. amazing? Isn't that an amazing Isn't that something? All kinds of videos. So. What do you
3: think he was thinking when he was, when he was interviewing O'Reilly, going after him, knowing he did the same thing? Do you think, I don't know, do you think someone like
2: him, rep- uh, Matt Lauer, repressed what he had done and said, well, I didn't. You know, that's
3: well, maybe a- he thought he was just did, not going to come back and bite him. Wow. That's and unbelievable. You know, I'm just too big. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it's, hey, I got away with it.
2: A lot of audio that he's done over the years is now being examined. And uh, we'll deal with a lot more of that as the morning continues. But when we come back, uh, Joe already disagrees with me about uh, Trump's tweets and you'll hear what the Daily News and the Post has had to say in their editorials. This has become a hot-button issue. Even Great Britain has weighed in. Trump's tweets about Muslims coming up next. But first, let's check out traffic with Bernie Viter. Good morning, everyone. Seven twenty-three on Thursday, the last day of November, the 30th. Uh, looks like we're going to – it doesn't look like golf for you today, Joe. Come oh, on. I'm playing. Oh, you
3: are? Yeah. High 48 you play? Well, it'll be about 50. Oh, jeez. I have uh, Under Armour. I don't like to
2: play a- under 60. 60? Tomor- yeah, 60 is my
3: cutoff. what uh, guy I played with yesterday doesn't play under 50.
2: Yeah, well, that's today. Well, you yeah, claim yeah. it's going to get And tomorrow, uh, mainly sunny highs in the low 50s. So pretty good weather here. So these videos yesterday, we touched on it briefly at the end of yesterday's show. But Donald Trump retweeted three anti-Muslim, that's the only way you can describe them, is anti-Muslim or radical Muslim videos. Uh, he retweeted them. They come from a far right-wing political party in Great Britain, and apparently the videos are not real. At least one has been proven to be fake, uh, one taken out of context, and they don't know about the third one. But one of the videos, for example, uh, claims that a um, a Dutch a man, uh, a Muslim migrant, the headline is Muslim Migrant Beating Up a Dutch Boy on Crutches, and uh, and the Dutch government had to tweet out and say, no, wait a second. The person was the migrant. They're both – both people are Dutch, Muslim, had nothing to do with any of this. And so he's tweeted – he retweeted these things. And that – that just stirs up Islamophobia. Now you disagree with me, but no, 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 how do no, you no. think regular Muslims feel that he's he's denigrating? He's by extension saying, "Oh, Muslims are bad, and we got to kick them out of the country and and tighten the borders."
3: I mean, his point is the Islamification of uh, Britain and how they've sort of acquiesced to um, you know, you know, this. Increase in the population of Muslims in uh, London specifically. I, look, at, I, in terms of the tweets, I, I I think it was inappropriate. He should not get down to that petty level. And um, I I think somebody's got to vet some. It's not going to happen. Some of these tweets.
2: Not going to happen. But it's Th- they've, good. they've asked. Them, I've heard the correspondence. They've they've combed the White House. There's no way that anybody's going to curb Donald Trump and his tweets. Well,
3: I mean, he is who he is. The thing is, what's good about this is you're getting, um, you get the visceral reaction of the president to a lot of things. That's good that, you know, the president's letting you know how he feels as opposed to hiding behind the walls and, you don't, you don't know what he's thinking. Uh, But I, I think there has to be a little bit more restraint in terms of what he tweets about.
2: Well, how about the fact that the British prime minister, Theresa May's office, had to put out a statement uh, chastising the president for these videos. I mean, this is country, this is another this is our best ally chastising him. Yeah, and I know, and right. this, so then after the, after Theresa May does that, he tweets out at Theresa May, which by the way was the wrong Twitter <laughs> handle. So forget the fact he screwed up the Twitter handle. Uh, Don't focus on me. Focus on a destructive, radical Islamic terrorism that's taking place within the United Kingdom. We are doing just fine. Yeah. See,
3: I mean, he's got so many other things on his plate that he doesn't need to be worried about this. And that's where I think somebody's got to get through to him. Look, it stay focused. Now you got taxes, you got all this other stuff that we got North Korea, and you're worrying about this stupid thing.
2: Let me ask you a question, Joe. Will Sarah Huckabee Sanders defend (gasps) everything? Is there anything? Listen to her response to when reporters told her, you know, "You know, these videos are stirring up Islamophobia, and and they're not even real." Listen to her this response.
0: Whether it's it's a real video, the threat is real, and that is what the president is talking about. That's what the president is focused on is dealing with those real threats, uh, and those are real, no matter how you look at it.
3: You, you got to give her credit; she's pretty creative, <laughs> really pretty
0: crazy. i'm not talking about the nature of the video i think you're focusing on the wrong thing the threat is real and that's what the president is talking about is uh the need for national security the need for military spending uh and those are very real things there's nothing fake about that
2: <sighs> <laughs> nothing fake about them yeah. no nope. now which editorial do you endorse here both the daily news and the new york post came out with editorials this morning uh should i read the daily news first Just
3: the first... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I know you're going to, Yeah, you'll relish this one. No,
2: no, 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 no. I'm just... This is an editorial in New York's uh, hometown newspaper, and the headline is Donald Trump Madman.
3: Okay, well, it's coming from the Daily News. After his... The Daily News had him as a
2: clown. Here's the editorial. After his latest spasm of deranged tweets, only those completely under his spell can deny what growing numbers of Americans have long suspected, the President of the United States is profoundly unstable.
3: I I wouldn't call him unstable. He's uh, unpredictable. Well, the New York Post is a little bit. Spontaneous. New
2: York Post is a little bit kinder. The headline is, Focus, Mr. President. Well, I
3: would agree with that. I would agree with that. He needs to focus. I mean, you need to be bogged down in retweeting these crazy videos.
2: Well, speaking of tweets yesterday, he also took a shot at NBC, uh, coming off the Matt Lauer thing, and MSNBC. And then he tweets where he hints that Joe Scarborough. Should be investigated for murder. Yeah, I
3: don't know what
6: Are
2: that's you aware about. of this one? I, I saw that, yes. Well, apparently, years ago, an intern in Joe Scarborough's office um, passed away. Right. And they said she had a heart problem, and uh, she died in his office. Uh, the head injury was the cause of death, said the medical examiner. Uh, this is an intern, uh, a woman by the name of Lori uh, um in Florida. She had worked for Scarborough since 1999, so this is in 2001. She was a 28-year-old office worker, Lori Klausutis, and uh, she was not feeling well. She told a co-worker she lost consciousness due to an abnormal heart rhythm and fell in his office hitting her head, and the uh, medical examiner said uh, head injury was the cause of death.
3: Well, they they also said, too, that it was uh, some sort of congenital illness that caused right. her, yeah. I don't know. It's- so he tweets out something about well,
2: Uh, let's let's investigate scarborough and you know insinuating that he was somehow involved in murder
3: yeah look it again these are his uh, visceral reactions to things he sees or things he 's been exposed to I think he needs to use that Twitter account for a more productive purpose you know let 's talk about the taxes let 's talk about the, the threat of North Korea you know the serious yeah, issues as opposed to you know this petty stuff by the way he's do you see the latest one he's Taking on the New York Times again? Yeah,
2: he took on the failing New York Times yeah. one more time. Yeah. Same old. And no, he say, he calls the Scarborough thing, quote, an unsolved mystery that took place in Florida years ago. Investigate. So there you go. He's still at it. and No one's going to stop him. Coming up on 731, that means it's time for the latest news headlines. Here's Jeff McKinney.
5: And it's time to talk about Matt Lauer
3: again. Again.
5: He who is apologizing. Matt Lauer apologizing, saying he's truly sorry to the people he's hurt. The New York Times says Lauer lured one woman into his office, had sex with her even as she passed out. Elizabeth Wagmeister with Variety says he also gave one woman an inappropriate gift.
4: She received a sex toy from Matt Lauer when she was employed there and when she worked with him, and along with that sex toy came a note. In the note, Matt Lauer detailed what he wanted to do with that sex toy and with her.
5: Now, Lauer says some of the allegations are untrue or mischaracterized, but there's enough truth, he says, to make him feel embarrassed and ashamed. So he says he is very sorry. Giants owner John Merrow wishes he had a do-over. He's also sorry. He admits he'd handle the benching of Eli Manning differently. If he could, Coach Ben McAdoo says this was a decision everyone was on board with. We're all on the same page. Uh, A decision like this doesn't get made without everybody being on the same
2: page and being aware of what's going on.
5: There goes that microphone again. Wow, one more time. Yeah. The benching has caused outrage among the fan base and has resulted in three billboards reading Big Blue, shame on you, put up on New Jersey roads. The Senate is a step closer to passing tax reform. Senators voted yesterday to begin debate on the plan, setting up a possible vote on the measure tomorrow. The House has already passed a version of the plan. UN Ambassador Nikki Haley says North Korea's aggression is moving us closer to war. She says if war does come, the North Korean regime will be utterly destroyed. During a separate event, President Trump called North Korean leader Kim Jong-un a sick puppy. Jared Kushner, President Trump's son-in-law and advisor, has been questioned by Special Counsel Robert Mueller. The questioning reportedly focused on former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Mueller's team reportedly wanted to make sure that Kushner didn't have information that could have cleared Flynn. President Trump says British Prime Minister Theresa May should be focused on radical Islamic terrorism, not on him. May criticized Trump after he retweeted three fake videos showing violence committed by Muslims, which originated from a British source. The White House says it doesn't matter if the videos are fake because the threat is real. And the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree is now lighting up Midtown. Lights were turned on last night as part of an annual ceremony that included live performances. Millions are expected to visit the tree between now and January 7th. And Len, I wanted to ask you, so uh, Matt Lauer is fired for what uh, obviously would be called for cause. Yeah. yeah right? Sure. Yeah. So are there any contracts out there for megastars, like a Matt Lauer, who even if fired for cause would take with him a bundle of cash? I, each contract
2: would be individual. I would think you know, there were rumors that O'Reilly had a clause in his contract that, that he would be covered in case of uh, sexual abuse. I don't know if that's true. Isn't It's entirely plausible that, that Lauer had such power that he could have written a clause into his contract that said, uh, you know, I'm going to get paid no matter what, and they might have said, okay, and it's possible. Most, I would say, for you and Joe and me and everyone else, if our contracts have a morals clause and if there's cause, you're out, and you're not getting you're paid. You're out and there's no severance yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So it's possible. I right. don't I don't know what his particular contract says. I'd say 99.99% you're out, you don't get paid. So morals you're, being, right, you're yeah.
5: thinking, no, that is not the case. Yeah. So, so part of his sorrow, one would think, would be connected to his paycheck if he's making 25 million dollars a year that means his weekly paycheck would be 482,000
3: dollars right. or something yeah. well it stops. that's pretty good paycheck I'm that's sure different in from pretty, mine he's pretty good shape well i don't think he's,
2: he's in great worry. shape yeah. Yeah. financially yeah. but i think his contract was due up next year so it's not like he had several years left that he'd be collecting money so no. even if he does get some money after next year the uh, the well runs dry I don't care who you are. If you're making 20
5: 25 a year and all of a sudden the spigot's turned off, a it, change of lifestyle?
3: Yeah. Mm. Oh,
5: come on. A well runs down. I mean, he should have been banking half of that. I mean, it would be very difficult yeah, some, to spend that much money. He's got great property in Hamptons. Supposedly. What kind of spender is he? Do you I, know? I, mean, I don't you, know. I don't know. I mean, I some know. guys can go through that kind of cash. Yeah, I, I don't know.
2: But he has a horse farm out in Hamptons. I did read he bought some kind of a property in New Zealand I don't know who there was a little story I was reading this morning, and supposedly the New Zealand government's going to take a look at that. I don't know how. Well, they maybe can. he
3: can go to New Zealand today's uh, New Zealand.
2: Maybe he could. I don't know.
5: New co-host Matt
3: Lauer, and he'd Today, have a ex- New Zealand, and he'd have an exotic accent. i would love
2: that. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff McKinney. Coming up, really, the subways are not going to run all night. Is that possible? If anyone can find out the true story, it's Alice Stockton Rossini. We'll go to her next. But let's check what's going on above the grounds here, Bernie Vider. Len Berman in the morning. On the voice
0: of New York. 710 WOR.
2: And it's 741 in the morning. Good morning, everyone. Len Berman along with Joe Bartlett this morning. Joe, how you doing? How you holding up over there? It's all like hard to heavy lifting here.
3: I know. Carrying you a real. Uh, <laughs> Our job.
2: <laughs> Let's carry Spanning Boy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Hey, uh, how about this story? I, I immediately saw this and said, never going to fly in New York City, but who knows anymore. First of all, have you ever heard of the Regional Plan Association ever? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. yeah there Tell are, me everything
2: uh, you know about the Regional Plan Association. They're
3: they're like a think tank and they, they look and uh, re- research transportation issues. What are
2: they? They sit around and think all
3: day, a think tank. Really? Yeah. And so they research
2: transportation issues, and one of the plans. I've they done c-
3: interviews with the guys from Regional Plan. Oh, yeah. there, I, yeah, there. I
2: take it all back. Yeah. This is a very important organization. They are. And who and the president is? Don't look. Uh,
3: I, uh, I, I, I don't, know. I don't oh, know.
2: His name's Tom Wright. Okay. Yeah, anyway, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'd expect you to know. Um, so they've come up with one of their plans is they think the days of the 24 seven subway system in New York are numbered. They think, uh, let's run some buses instead of the trains overnight. And, uh, Well, I goodness, mean, what,
3: what would you
2: give it a thought for a second? No, not, not this is Why? New York. It's New York city. What, that doesn't people, mean anything? How do you get it? Come on. You got to go from some of these people. Well, I'll let Alice stockton Rossini weigh in, but you have people who, let's say they work live in Queens and they work in Brooklyn. You're going to make them take a bus? A night, what are you, crazy? Well, they're not, not
3: shutting down the subway, just certain lines, certain oh, routes. No, I think they're going to shut down. Anyway,
2: well, Alice Stockton-Rosini standing by at Penn Station. Alice, what's your take on this?
1: My take is, you know, when else are they going to do maintenance? I mean, what yeah. do, you do they do? They want to do maintenance, basically. They want to get in there just Monday through Thursday. Uh, midnight to like 4 or 5 a.m., and that would be a way to maintain the track. But if you work overnight like Anthony, it's not going to happen. Check this guy out.
6: Did you say they want to close down the subway Monday through Friday overnight? Yeah. That's going to be hard for me because I work. I come in I come in at 11 o'clock and I leave us. I leave, I leave. Well, you could take a shuttle bus. I live all the way in the Bronx, so the shuttle bus ain't going to work for me. No I'm, buses. No buses. So bad idea. Bad idea.
2: So, Alice, you're saying the thought is just Monday through Thursday for several hours overnight?
1: Right. Because so they, they need to build in whatever transportation plan of the future they come up with. They need to build in time to maintain these tracks because clearly that's part of the problem is this transit system has not been maintained. Now, other people say it's not about time. It's about money. It's about attention. It's about a lot of things. But they want to build in this opportunity to get in there when they need to maintain now you, you talk about these shuttle buses check out frank <laughs> think that would be a good idea no <laughs> no. <laughs> no
3: because subways are convenient and the buses with the uh weather always gets screwed up
1: what, what do you think we should do
3: um how about opening up
2: some of the older tunnels renovating them and adding more trains
1: there's tunnels we don't use i believe so you're not sure <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure
3: alice where are these mystery tunnels
1: where are the tunnels, Joe? Do you know where the tunnels are?
3: No, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Come on. He should be your radio <laughs> host. <laughs> he, just, he just wants <laughs> his subway at 2 o'clock in the morning. He doesn't care. Hey, there must be tunnels somewhere.
2: All right, so you found a guy named Len? What kind of a name is Len? Oh, Who's this guy?
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's what I said, Len. Len? Uh, Philadelphia. Where in Philadelphia? I don't know if you've been on the transit system there. I, I was lucky enough to be there for the, uh, for the Democratic right. National and their transit system is abysmal. but And they have shut down the tracks at night and used shuttle surface so they can get in there and do maintenance. And uh, not a great idea. Check out Lynn.
3: I live in Philadelphia, and that's the worst plan you could have for New York City. Right. Too many people. Too many people that work overnight shifts. It will not work.
1: They say only 85,000 people use the subway overnight.
3: It's more. It's more than that. Yeah, yeah than that.
2: he's get counting around.
3: them. They're in their bed sleeping while everybody's, on the, you know, working overnight.
2: How about it? He says the buses are slow. We have more from Len here.
3: So the buses take too long. Everybody's tired. They want to go home. They want to go home to go to sleep. They want to go to work. So the buses have slowed you down. They're it at Philadelphia. Hi. At nighttime, there's no train service. There's only bus service.
1: And?
3: It's horrible. You get off at 12 o'clock, you got to wait an hour for the bus to come. So that's 1 o'clock. By the time you get home, it's 2, 2.30. Wow. Alice made an interesting point here. You said eighty five thousand. That's what I was just reading here. Right, eighty five thousand people use the subway system during this time, compared to five million. Wow, the other time. So you and Alice, Alice, you guys are in favor of this. Thinking about
1: a a, a spit in the bucket, as they say, a spit in the bucket. But okay, so what happens when they have all eighty five thousand? Is still a lot of people, and uh, Leslie has one
6: fear. Check her out. I think it's ridiculous. Why? <laughs> because it's going to create a huge traffic issue with all the extra buses that now have to transport all these people back and forth. They're going to clog up the streets on hours where the streets would normally be.
3: No, it's going to be overnight. It's, it's so, not going to that's be issue.
6: Silly. Yeah, but, but people come in.
1: Okay, so you come into the city overnight, like when I come in. Yeah, you just assume that you're going to sail to wherever you're going because there's no traffic. She's saying now there's going to be traffic Overnight when you least expect expensive- it. Yeah,
2: we get some crazy people. But all right, Alice, good stuff. I think you interviewed some great people and uh, you know, you certainly gave us a feel for this, so I guess you and Joe kinda like this idea. Well, it's worth thinking about all right. Thanks, yeah, Alice.
1: Listen, it's a four hundred page document. It's one of like a bazillion ideas.
2: All right, but it certainly got our attention. Thanks, Alice, as always. Good stuff. When yeah. we come back, what the late night comics. <laughs> We're saying about Matt Lauer, did Jimmy Fallon even touch that over at NBC? We shall find out. But next, here's traffic, Bernie Viter. At 7.54 in the morning, it is Len Berman along with Joe Bartlett this morning as my special co-host. And earlier on the Today Show, uh, Matt Lauer did release a statement after all the accusations against him. And, and the one of the times today is particularly damning. It, uh, it almost describes a rape, doesn't it?
3: Well, it certainly is a rape. Yeah, I mean, at- you know, a woman comes into the office. You say take off your shirt. Next thing you know, she's forced yeah. to bend over, and he has sex. I and guess that's rape. Right.
2: And she, I guess, Although.
3: Yeah, it wasn't reported.
2: Yeah, this goes back uh, several years. Is it two thousand one was two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, so now we're sixteen years, and now, yeah. Yeah. now look at. I, I don't want to be crude here, but I, let's let's be fair. Um, sixteen years, fifteen years. Yeah, I know. Can well, you can you come back? What do you mean, can you come back? I mean, can, can, you, can, can you accuse someone of rape if you wait 15 years?
2: Well, that came up with the Cosby thing, and, I, and, I, and it came up with the Weinstein, and people are afraid to go after powerful people because they're afraid for their jobs and their livelihood. So anyway, Matt Lauer issued a statement and was read by Savannah Guthrie on a Today Show this morning.
6: We just moments ago received a statement from Matt, and let me read it to you. There are no words to express my sorrow and regret for the pain I have caused others by words and actions. To the people I have hurt, I am truly sorry. As I am writing this, I realize the depth of the damage and disappointment I have left behind at home and at NBC. Some of what is being said about me is untrue or mischaracterized, but there is enough truth in these stories to make me feel embarrassed and ashamed. I regret that my shame is now shared by the people I cherish dearly. Repairing the damage will take a lot of time and soul-searching, and I'm committed to beginning that effort. It is now my full-time job. The last two days have forced me to take a very hard look at my own troubling flaws. It's been humbling. I am blessed to be surrounded by people I love. I thank them for their patience and grace.
3: So a well-crafted statement, for sure. Yes, the great crisis PR team working for Matt Lauer right yeah. now. I'm saving that because it's it's perfect. Anytime you get into trouble. You plan exactly. on getting into trouble? Well, you never know. Look it, I bet you he didn't.
2: <laughs> well, but it works here. Listen, hey. I, Joe Bartlett, say there are no words to express uh, exactly. my sorrow and regret for the pain I have caused others by words and actions. Right. Okay. Sounds like something I'm out du- of a prayer I'm book. I'm truly it sorry. Sounds, sounds like something out of... I, I realize
3: re- the depth of the damage and disappointment. You know? I know
2: I've read this exact line in the Days of Atonement, <laughs> you know, for Yom Kippur. I'm sure I've read
3: this. <laughs> but now I was just thinking, um, you know, he, he, we played the interview that he did with Bill O'Reilly. He's he's doing stories about Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby and all this stuff, and, and probably never thought that he'd be up there as a sexual abuser. But um, going back to that uh, other thought about the, the woman waiting... 10, 15 years to make the charge. He probably thought, ah, fine. Free. She was okay yeah. with it. Home she free. must have been She didn't say anything, right. so it must have been okay. In his mind, it was consensual. In, in, in his mind, it was okay, yeah. So
2: you're curious, uh, Jimmy Fallon then goes on a Tonight Show, and do you think um, he's going to bring up Matt Lauer? Well, let's see.
3: That's a big story uh, today. NBC has fired Matt Lauer from the Today Show after he was accused of
0: inappropriate sexual behavior. So if you're wondering where in the world is Matt Lauer, he's probably at a bar with Charlie Rose. Uh, Oh!
3: That's our guess.
2: Well, that's That's, uh, a pretty good joke there. Pretty strong there. All right, he had one one other line. Let's see if you like this one as much.
0: Well, here's what people are talking about, you guys. You guys, the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree was lit tonight.
3: Also getting lit tonight, the HR rep over at the Today Show. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, man, yeah. So uh, you can't ignore it. Well, now you're you're in the same building. I mean,
3: how many more going to come forward now? I mean, if this woman had the courage to come forward after all these years, yeah. how many more have occurred prior to that, after that?
2: Well, the, the whole story evolved over an intern over the Olympics in Sochi in 2014, but the New York Times story today, their front-page story, says at least two others came forward to NBC, and then they talked about this woman who— uh, basically was raped in Matt Lauer's office. At least that's her story. Now, how do they handle this at the other networks? Let's check out Jimmy Kimmel on his late night show on ABC.
3: Matt Lauer was let go from the Today Show this morning because of unspecified allegations of sexual harassment. This morning, my wife looked at her phone. She went, oh, my God, Matt Lauer, which, of course, I assumed he was dead. <laughs> uh, so I guess this is better. I don't know. But yeah, well, I guess, uh, it's really it's kind of hard to make jokes about this. Yeah, is it, know? is it the old too soon? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's been really not funny that women are being sexually abused and this guy got away with it for all these years.
2: All right, Stephen Colbert took uh, time out from his Trump bashing to uh, <laughs> to, to to say this.
0: It turns out Lauer once gave a colleague a sex toy as a present. It included an explicit note about how he wanted to use it on her. It's bad enough he gave her a sex toy, but he also gave her instructions. He found a way to mansplain sexual harassment.
3: (laughs) By the way, you didn't send any sex toys as a Christmas gift's just never. to be sure. Yeah, I don't know. Just the yeah. record is clear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just the chocolate, Joe. <laughs> just, that's, that's all. Keep sending chocolate. You that's, like the chocolate, well, huh? your, your chocolate is the best.
2: Natalie, is that okay in your house? Because I know you're always dieting over there in New Jersey. Oh, you, you, is the chocolate okay?
4: Send
3: hers to me, Len.
4: You know, it's so funny. It came up in conversation. My entire house
3: wants the chocolate. There you go. Another vote for chocolate. All right. (laughs) No, no. They're the the best. Where are they they from?
2: A place called Lazarus and Great. I was actually in touch with them yesterday. Oh, good. To plan this out. Uh, Well, We'll see if you make the list. I I can change the list on a moment's notice. Okay. When we come back, Kathleen Rice walked out of a meeting. John Conyers' accuser gets very graphic. It's all about John Conyers coming up next. But first... With Jeff McKinney, it's time for the news at eight o'clock. Okay, round two. Name
0: something that's not boring.
4: A laundry. <gasps> oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases. Full by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.